0: Forever,
1: dog. The dead are best left dead. This week on the podcast, Susan Price's The Fairwood Witch.
0: Hello, welcome to Teen Creeps, the podcast that discusses YA pulp fiction. I'm one of your hosts, Lindsay Katei. I'm another one of your hosts, Kelly Nugent. And today we are talking about The Bearwood Witch by Susan Price. Um who I realized this morning, I knew that we had read a Susan Price before because the name sounded familiar, but what I did not realize was that it was Elf Gift. We loved Elf Gift. We loved Elf Gift. Dude, and I loved
1: this. I loved this. I loved this. I loved Elfgit. It was weird. It was gross. It was was so gross and scary. And like the her. So apparently, this book kind of is like ancillarily connected lore wise to her other series um, of the Ghost Drum and Ghost Song series. So, which kind of are about like shamanism and moral choices so kind of yeah amazon was grouping
0: some like five of her books together as um how was it referring to it the ghost haunts and the occult mm. series
1: <laughs> but like they're She's not a I, it's not
0: a, this, a shared plot i don't think
1: she is such a good writer i feel like and especially like just kind of jumping back to elf gift or uh what was it elf gift elf it elf was too-
0: elf gift is what we read, and then there's a second one that we didn't read.
1: No, we did read it. Mm-hmm.
0: We did. Mm-hmm. Did we read two books for that episode, or we also did an episode on that?
1: We also did an episode on that. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. I think. Um, I don't elf- think so
0: because I googled teen creep Susan Price, and only elf gift came up. I thought elf or gift and elf Google king. It. Remember elf king? On-
1: Remember the name sounds familiar. Yeah, it's when he's then risen to king. At that point, I think you just read that for fun. I think I didn't. just read it for I think fun, you just and I told really you wanted what to happened. continue
0: it. Yeah, and yeah, then, yeah, you told me about it, but I don't remember it. But
1: yeah, I. Oh no, wait, Lindsay. I think did I read it? <gasps> I, I don't think know. we. both read it. I don't know. <gasps> okay, hold on. Elf King. Uh, Teen Creeps, Lindsay. Wait, did we? I don't think we covered it. I don't know, man. We only did Elf Gift. You know what? I think that's what it is, that I really liked it, and I read. I That's what it was. Did I end up I, reading it? I don't think so. I ended up telling you about what ends up happening yeah. in Elf King. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, so those books, like, feel so, um, like, just well conceptualized, like as far as like the world building mm-hmm. and the magic. And it just feels so like lived in, even if it doesn't explain, you know, every single rule of every single magic or whatever, there's no doubt that she knows, you know, in her head. And I feel like the same for this, like this was such, it, this was shorter, but it felt like such a peek into a completely conceptualized world of urban fantasy it's like
0: you don't get the whole rules of the magic laid out but what does happen like you're very clear on what's going on Mm -hmm. you don't have questions because it doesn't matter Mm -hmm. you just sort of accept that it's this very like primal good versus evil fighting on the astral plane (laughs) that part was so scary that was insane like there is an actual battle between an army of angels and an army of demons Mm -hmm. but it's also like duncan is just thrust or not even thrust into it he is he just flies there because he he's a witch and he doesn't know it Mm -hmm. (laughs) and can and can do astral projection but doesn't realize that he's doing it or know even know what that is mm-hmm, he's like mm-hmm. a newly born-again christian because he was an alcoholic or at least was just like fall down drunk all the time because he was like homeless and sad um because
1: he didn't like pretty found easily.
0: jesus but like is very new to it and very like don't jesus loves you <laughs> i know kind of this giant dork but he's he was also dork. like pretty badass and awesome he just doesn't like know it yet and he doesn't know Mm. how to access that part of him i i really liked this book me too i loved it um i kind of love what just like a dumb idiot zoe is and just like mean she's just like so mean
1: but she also wants something so like when we are in her head and she like the things that she wants it is true like I really feel for her. I felt for her like yeah, she's yeah. like all she wanted was to feel his like the way that he would
0: yeah, like, like, pet like touch the back the of back her head, head yeah. and the way she like fits mm-hmm. just onto his shoulder like her her dead boyfriend Gary who died in a car accident who mm-hmm. she's trying to get Elizabeth um Elizabeth
1: Becker Dyke, uh, yeah
0: um to bring she's trying to get her to bring Gary back from the dead and Elizabeth is like, you may not like how he comes back, but I can definitely do it because I'm so good.
1: Mm-hmm. I like that, that she's a yeah. pride. Mm-hmm. Okay, wait. You read your... Because we have two different okay. backs of the books here. You have Mine is short. Mine, we might be 10 years older by the time I finished reading it. Cool. Okay. <laughs> you do I'm
0: yours first. Back to it. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay. Um... This is what was actually on the, the book. Zoe's heard all about Mrs. Beckerdyke, all about how she has special powers, how she can contact the spirit world, how she's a witch. And Zoe believes this to be true and has come to her for help. Duncan's a believer too. He can see what Mrs. Beckerdyke is capable of and thinks Zoe's request is stupid and dangerous. The dead are best left where they are and the living should get on with doing just that. But it's going to take all his strength and newfound faith to save Zoe and stop the witch from proving just how good she really is. Okay. Gives a little bit of a like distorted idea yeah. of who Duncan is as a character because he's like, it makes him sound like really badass and awesome. But he he's just like, no, you shouldn't bring people back from the dead because Jesus wouldn't like it. He literally says, what would Jesus do? Like All the time. A, a lot. And then
1: when he answers it to himself, he's like, okay, I'll do that. Yeah, literally. He's like, "Well, Jesus would go to the person who needs him most." Oh, but if only I knew. But wait, Jesus would know because he's Jesus. So I guess I'll go to this one. I was such like, "Oh my fucking god, quirk. you're such a dweeb." But I like but that really he's wait, he like, yeah, yes. yeah, and then he's weighing over his head. Okay, so so in over his head. I'm, I mean, literally at one point because <laughs> yeah, mm. <laughs> yikes. Okay, <laughs> it's it's long. Zoe wants her dead boyfriend back. Since his death in a car crash, she's been un- inconsolable. Time heals. He rests in peace. Don't give her such crap. Only one thing will help, having him back in her arms. She means to bring him back from the dead no matter what it takes. So she knocks on Elizabeth Beckerdyke's door. Elizabeth Beckerdike is the Bearwood Witch, just in case you're wondering. Is it just the whole book? Uh, yeah. She doesn't <laughs> mess about with crystals, candles, and tarot cards. She's the real deal. And initially, she laughs in Zoe's face, like in de- detail, makes a dangerous, difficult spirit journey to resurrect a petty thief. Um, because some little shop girl loves him. yeah Seriously, <laughs> no chance. But the witch hankers for a chance to prove her skill. This will be a demonstration of power, a proof, a witnessing. Such a proof will be dangerous. I want you to consider what Gary will be. I'm doing little quotes because this God, is actually... God, it really quick. is. <laughs> so Some much. consider... Lindsay, I am a third through. Some consider that every ghost is a demon disguise. If what comes back is merely Gary's they shape, do? that do didn't you? not come still across want in it? the book. <laughs> Do not care what you get, or do you not care what you get so long as it fills Gary's place? I just want him back. Come back in a week, the witch says. She has preparations to make. Soon after, Duncan finds Zoe sobbing her heart out in the local park. Duncan is a young Scot, unemployed and homeless, but newly sober and full of hope because he's found Christ and sobered up. Once he might have walked past a sobbing girl, but now he can't. When he hears Zoe's story, he knows that Christ has (laughs) guided him to her. He's like, I'd
0: really like to, but... (laughs) I know.
1: (laughs) He can't. (laughs) This has a lot of zest to it, this description. Um, It's funny. When he hears Zoe's story, he knows that Christ has guided him to her to save her. When Zoe returns to the witch, Duncan is with her. Elizabeth Beckerdyke is amused and invites the, quote, little Christian knight inside to witness the summoning of the dead boy's spirit. The witch makes her journey to the spirit world, and she brings something back, something that even she can't control. Both the witch and the little Christian knight find themselves in a (laughs) more than mortal battle for their own and Zoe's souls. What are they fighting, and who will win? Set in the grubby streets of a modern city, this dark (laughs) paranormal fantasy has a claustrophobic menacing sense. Okay, this is like kind of about the book. Right. Okay, that's the end. What are they fighting and who will win? And that really gives a good idea of what the story is, though. Yeah. I mean, we didn't have to do
0: Yeah. <laughs> now you guys know how we get into it and what happens. <laughs> and that was Teen Creeps. Thanks for listening. Special shout out to our yeah. Patreon producers.
1: <laughs> Thank you, Aaron Fernandez. <laughs> I'm Howitz. Oh my God. We should see one day if we can do it. I mean, some of the fall is... apart. Yeah. I think the issue is too that like you know, new people join. And then, so, like, we're bound to miss people. If we yeah. I mean, we have arms. to
0: make sure. But I, I, I think I would fall apart challenge. after a couple more A's.
1: I would just have to keep my eyes closed and just be like, like, <laughs> just going, like Duncan, just like,
0: let <laughs> let my spirit go.
1: What would Jesus do? Which Why? name what would, would Jesus, Jesus say? What would Je- yeah. Which, <laughs> which name would Jesus
0: say next? Oh, and
1: wire. <laughs> Ashley, how we know, wait, shit. Wait, Amy, Andwire? Amy. Amy T? Amy T.
0: <laughs> Dwyer
1: Courtney McPhail. Danielle Amana. Drew, we're honest. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus is guiding us right now. He's here, I feel his warmth. <laughs> I mean, so, and that was the other thing, like the thing that makes Duncan turn into a Christian is that he's like, fine, god if you're here like communicate with me and then he does and he's like oh okay (laughs) something does right we don't know he just feels a
0: warmth Mm -hmm. and he feels an intense sense of love Mm -hmm. and so and he even like at at some point he does like a little bit acknowledge to himself or maybe it's just in the narration and it like is a little muddied Mm -hmm. which it is that like jesus or what he calls Mm -hmm. jesus Mm -hmm. dot 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 yeah so like could be jesus could not and like i texted you as soon as i finished the book i was like oh man because i was so looking forward to what happens next because it really it just like stops not not in a bad way but like in a "ooh, i really wish i know i I," that the story kept going way, but it, it it's still like a satisfying maybe he wins maybe he doesn't kind of ending but he's like So all of that happens with like trying to bring Gary back, and we really like Duncan. Truly, like never establishes any kind of connection or relationship to Zoe. So he fucking hates this. Hates him. She wants him gone. She thinks he's fucking stupid and crazy. Um, he's just calling him a nutter. Comforted her. Yeah, Scott. Scott Nutter. Um, Mm -hmm. Scotch Nutter. Um. He just like comforted her for a second. She like sort of appreciated it for a second, but it was still telling him to like fuck off. And then he just keeps following her because she lets fly that like <laughs> she's asked a witch to bring her boyfriend back from the dead. And he's like, no, that's not good. That's wrong. I know. And so then he's just following and she's like, get the fuck away from me. I'm trying to get my boyfriend back. And like, but they truly like, she never softens, she never warms up to him he never wins her over in any way and so it's just her like literally kicking the shit out of him Mm -hmm. almost literally kicking him certainly beating him up um and and he just keeps he just keeps at it because he knows she's in danger and and she matters simply because she's a person it doesn't matter that she's like really mean to him he's just trying to save her soul and Elizabeth brings something back and she's really cocky. She's like, okay, this isn't actually Gary. She knows it's not Gary. She, and she's she knows like, this is kind of being bad. Yeah. yeah, she's like, this is not good, but I don't want that girl laughing at me and thinking I can't do this. And telling all the other Yeah, and telling psychics. the like, the, the like, faux witches who just like charge crystals and stuff and se- sell like pretty things and love candles and stuff at the yeah. market. Um, she's like, I don't want them telling, I don't want her telling them that like I couldn't do it. So I'm just gonna bring him back. I'll bind him to me with my blood, so that I can control him. I'll show him off, and then I'll just send him away again, mm-hmm. so that she knows I'm powerful. But like, and I'll just pretend it's Gary. But when she pulls him back, Duncan is like, Be gone evil thing," <laughs> <laughs> and step and like steps in between Zoe and the thing that looks like Gary. And like pushes him off. And and he what he doesn't realize is that he's like spiritually um banished him mm-hmm. as well and severed the tie that Elizabeth established. So now both Elizabeth and the thing go like fly, like flying in the astral plane off into space. Zoe's super depressed, eats a bunch of pills, and tries cutting her wrists. And he calls an ambulance and she gets saved. But meanwhile, like Elizabeth's like flying out in space, going like yeah. <laughs> and she can no longer control the thing, but the door was left open. And so the, the thing gets back into our world in a really what I was afraid was like sexual violence at first, but in this like disgusting way, like forces itself down her throat yeah and possesses her mm-hmm. and then she's kind of like
1: trapped in the background of her own mind um, the part that i thought was really creepy was like when the th- it's like in her mouth and like going in she tries to bite down but it's it's described as like this rubbery hard like like almost like a hose or something yeah. so like she can't stop it and i it's i thought really it was scary so and creepy, creepy and disgusting i thought it was so creepy that like He could see like um, that Duncan, because he's a really powerful witch, although he doesn't know it, can see like when someone is possessed or fake this evil thing pretending to be someone or it is possessing someone. Because when it's possessing, um, it sort of looks like it's wearing a mask of the person's face, but like stretched over an over an
0: egg so that like all the lines have been smoothed out, but not in a way that makes them look younger, just in a way that makes them look, look fake.
1: Yeah, like imagine like, yeah, like just putting a mask. Like a bunch of Botox.
0: Yeah. It's like it doesn't yeah. make you look younger, it just makes you look smoothed out and weird.
1: Like, like
0: that. Although I do yeah. look young. Although <laughs> I am prettier.
1: Although,
0: am, okay. I could Botox. Mm, yeah. no, I'm smiling. <laughs>
1: Like he he's like something is wrong. And then when um when the possessed um Elizabeth Beckerdyke comes to like basically take Zoe's soul, um, it's when Zoe's in the hospital. Um she he like sees it and then he looks over and realizes that Zoe Can't doesn't yeah. see any difference. Um yeah, I thought this was really, really cool. Um, oh, and also the fact that Zoe hates him the whole time. I felt for her too because, like, even though I know that he he might not be right about the like what would Jesus do shit, but like he is correct that something is wrong. He is. He's right about like well, what would a an
0: all a, an all knowing, loving. Mm-hmm. Being due mm-hmm. in this situation, they would try to mm-hmm. save her mm-hmm. regardless, and so I, I will do that. Mm-hmm. So he's he's like he, he's in essence he is right. He might mm-hmm. not be right about the religion, but mm-hmm. he's right about the essence of like good versus evil. Mm-hmm.
1: But to her, right. Like he's just like she, some fucking
0: guy who's getting in the
1: way. Getting in the fucking way. And literally to a point where she was about to hug Gary for the first time after he's come back from the dead. That would be devastating. And he literally blocks her. And, and then, then he the next disappears. thing she knows, he's gone. Gary's yeah. gone forever. So I would be like so pissed. I would I would be so mad and be like, you ruined my chance Life. to see yeah. Yeah. the the one I love
0: ever again. Yeah. Forever. And like the only one who cares about me mm-hmm. because that's who gary was to her yeah he just gets me They were just a couple of petty criminals with no love in their life except for each other and gary the tragedy is that like
1: gary was a good guy i know he and was the real just...
0: gary was like really loving and a really nice person even though he was like a petty thief mm-hmm. um I mean, he so didn't it is it's sad accident that kill she, she can't get him
1: back He did accidentally kill someone because he drank and drive.
0: I think it wasn't him driving,
1: but he was was going along with it.
0: Yeah, Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I mean, he... Because, like, Elizabeth throws that in
1: in, um, (laughs) In Zoe's Zoe's face,
0: which I
1: get it. Yeah. But also, to me, I was like, Elizabeth doesn't actually care about this. She's just, like, doing it to be, you know, mean or petty. Like, she doesn't have... Elizabeth is not a nice
0: person. No. But I also, like... I was kind of taken in by Elizabeth's side of things too, mm-hmm. which is she she like tells him, she's like, you're never going to like really know the world until you know the bad and the good. Like you cannot yeah. have, there is no good without evil. There is no g- growth and creation without decay and destruction. And that's what I, I am like down in the the depths mm-hmm. in order to learn and be that much more powerful. And so like, she believes the demons when the demons are like you come with us you'll know even more she's like yeah i will know even more Mm -hmm. and i was like i under like this argument makes sense to me there's Mm -hmm. there's a kind of logic to this where it's like yeah can you really know the world unless you know both sides Mm
1: -hmm. and so i understand why elizabeth
0: like gives into the demon and just becomes like one of the horde within herself which is like so weird and cool yeah
1: well, and also even like, because her belief too isn't that there's good and evil, but rather that there are, because it's it's not like as so simple to just moralize those things. She's like, there's like decay and there's birth, mm-hmm. and those things need to exist together. And on top of like the demons, which are definitely, I mean, ev- they're disgusting evil creatures. Um, But when they say I guess like there's like a hierarchy of demons like there's like which is like very biblical. Yeah. 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 It's very Dante's Inferno feeling. Yeah.
0: (laughs) But angels with giant beautiful wings who Mm -hmm. smell like milk and honey with like swords Mm -hmm. but also like rifles Mm -hmm. (laughs) and rocket launchers and Duncan's like. Oh, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, he's like, well, you've got to fight demons. <laughs> I also I like, really like how the entire battle, Duncan's like, this is so weird. Like, if if I wasn't like really scared, I'd be laughing right now. Yeah. This is crazy. This is like, can you believe this is happening? Yeah. <laughs> Just,
1: but like, like I get why, I get why she not only is like taken in by the idea of learning more and like having more knowledge, but also like she's been beat down at this point and is kind of a prisoner in her own body for so long that, like, I also think on top of it being an alluring pr- prospect, she is not fully. <laughs> she's well, not she's in tip top like, shape.
0: She clearly like she comes at everything from a place of pride and power. Mm-hmm. She wants more power. Mm-hmm. That's why she agrees to do this. She mm-hmm. doesn't give a shit about Zoe. She doesn't give a shit about Gary coming back she's not actually like she is trying to get gary but she in the end doesn't care whether or not it is gary just as long as it can like make her look cool Mm -hmm. (laughs) to zoe Mm -hmm. and so it makes perfect sense that the demons argument to her when they're possessing her is like come with us you'll know more you'll be more powerful like of course that's what gets to her so for her it also it isn't really about like like mary like of it because it's not like elizabeth is like we're all one and like Mm-mm. it's just two sides of the same coin no. and like to be more truly enlightened you have to know the good with the evil she's still she's like no to have more power mm-hmm. you have to know both and that's what her downfall is
1: yeah of she like coming from a place of pride she kind of reminds me of the like archetype of the uh not necessarily mad scientist but you know like the person that's like anything for my own knowledge right like it's not just for science but it's like for my well it's like (laughs) the argument
0: everybody's making for ai right now it's like who cares if it could go wrong it has to exist it's going to exist regardless and so like get on board (laughs) and also like it could go right (laughs) but like it's not gonna all it's gonna do even if it doesn't like blow us all up it's going to obliterate so many jobs that it's not worth it.
1: I mean, the thing is, I feel like there is a... If if we're looking at like how can we better humanity, right? There is, I think, a place for AI in like research or like in running, you know, like... In, oh, like, yeah. S-
0: the problem is not AI, the problem is who's making yeah, and, it. And it's people that are like, let's <laughs> and make hands in.
1: Right, it's yeah. like people that don't actually appreciate. Not that I'm saying it shouldn't be for everyone, but you know how like the internet shouldn't have everyone be talking? <laughs> I think the internet should exist
0: and the social internet should die. I think mm-hmm. we shouldn't be allowed, I think we, we shouldn't all see what each other thinks all the time. Mm-hmm. I think we shouldn't be allowed to communicate in this large a number <laughs> because yeah. for whatever good it's done, I think it's done more evil. Mm. i think we are in a much worse place today because of it
1: mm-hmm.
0: um so like again it's like whose hands is yeah. the thing in and that's the same as like in the book like yeah elizabeth has all this power
1: i think I mean,
0: <laughs> she has it because a bunch of demons are yeah. sharing the I don't know I
1: think there's something really cool about some of the social aspect of stuff but maybe that's just because like because I think it's a great way to meet people that you never would have met or if you live in a place where you you know don't oh I absolutely think good comes of
0: it it's just I feel like it's outweighed by the evil mm-hmm. at least right now
1: I think I'm I'm hoping because I, I do see some policing of it and I do see people being like this per you know like people more so now catching whiffs of someone being a fucking idiot and there is kind of like a self-policing thing of it now but it is crazy that like just the idea of like that i should know what some random person thinks about this movie you know and what that i that mean should
0: like drive all of the marketing for it yeah <laughs> or whatever yeah
1: or yeah and, yeah and or like that, 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 that should becomes, drive
0: why is this dumb fuck person's opinion of it the story
1: yeah and narrative I mean, and and also like gives yeah and also like i've just always thought that you should never make art because of what the people want that's the dumbest fucking shit in the world that's like commodifying my problem right now is that I
0: am feeling extremely pessimistic about humanity.
1: You are. More so. And and and, and, and it's not in little <laughs> It's it's not at all unaffected by your journeys through um the history of uh, atrocities. <laughs> yeah, it's it's but like
0: that like yeah, we yeah. suck. We've sucked historically we continue Mm -hmm. to suck (laughs) Mm -hmm. i'm feeling very pessimistic and uh um very much it's not so much feeling like the moral arc of the universe bends towards justice (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's feeling like the moral arc of the universe bends towards whatever the people
1: in power want it to bend towards Mm -hmm. Um, i just don't think there is a moral arc (laughs) you know like there just isn't it's like nothing but that actually I, is uh,
0: part of my pessimism. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. That there isn't
0: one. Yeah, and so like, yeah. It's it's great that like somebody in a very small town was able to connect to something and get like feel like they weren't alone. Is mm-hmm. that worth Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis mm-hmm. and Four Chan? Mm-hmm. Is that one person's well, it's not one peace. person though
1: it's not one person
0: but like collectively are these individual stories of like connection is it worth something i which think that is the, which is winning right now is my i
1: think point. that's i i think that's kind of like where because my philosophical outlook is never like is something worth something because to me there's no i i think i'm just very nihilistic because i'm just like oh but there is no like worth Right? There is no, like, is this worth this, because there just is. But, like, that's what the AI
0: people's argument yeah, for creating AI. AI is. is like, this just should exist. It's going to exist, and sh- and therefore should. And so mm-hmm. let's just make it. And your questions about the bad it's going to do mm-hmm. don't matter. Yeah, I mean, well, that's stupid. <laughs> that's And, and so because, like, 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 that's, like, kind of the same to me as, like, did we ever really question... Like, ironically, Elon Musk getting like tanking Twitter might be for the
1: best. Oh yeah, we don't need Twitter. But I mean, like, that's I I feel like that's such a dumb like thing to say. Like, like it's gonna happen anyway, so your questions about it don't matter. It's like, well, then they do. If it's gonna happen anyway, then we do matter more. Yeah, Yeah. it matters more because we need to understand. We have to
0: regulate it so that it doesn't just.
1: But, like, so look that, at the like, people doing AI like art, You can't though. do
0: whatever they want with it.
1: It's people that just want to defend the fact that they're, like, using AI art for marketing materials.
0: <laughs> yeah, and it's also people who don't, like, they literally don't care about obliterating entire industries.
1: That, well, they're selfish.
0: That Yeah, that yeah. support people's <laughs> making a living.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: If we were, if I think us, like one way I speculate, jumping back over to like the social aspect of the internet mm-hmm. is like a question I have is like, well, could we save it by just saying whoever, <laughs> whoever is running the thing can be held legally liable for what occurs because of it? Like we just have to get rid of mm. whatever that law is where it's like, we just make the thing and then people post whatever they want. Yeah. It's like, okay, yeah, well because what if you are legally it. liable? What if I can sue you for billions of dollars because like somebody posted something that made somebody else go and like shoot 12 people? Mm-hmm. What if I can sue you for that? I think you'll care a little more about mm-hmm. what gets posted in that case.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because maybe
0: that's the solution. And then they the, would regulate like, it more. Yeah, so mm-hmm. the way it exists now, very bad. I think it's
1: I mean, it's, it's kind of just bad. like a town square where everyone's
0: screaming. It's it's like not though because at least in a town square you are all literally yeah someone could punch together. you in the face and in a town square <laughs> you can't like so easily like falsify yeah facts or news. It's like okay, we're not actually face to face, and that's the problem.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and in in a town square you can like you can say a lie but that's all that it is like it's something you say whereas like people will like cite sources and like it's like this whole and i'm doing quotes because like Mm -hmm. there's a lot of the like do your research people but the research they mean are like
0: fucking crazy conspiracy (laughs) theories that aren't real or true or based in anything
1: yeah 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 like we uh, yeah yeah it i don't know i also like Maybe I just like lack the, maybe it's just, I mean, it might be selfish for me to, to, because I do find myself like these questions will come to me in my brain. And I'm like, well, I can't solve it. <laughs> and I'm going to lose my mind if I continue to think about it. And I'm just like, and it just turns off. And I'm like, instead, I'm just going to like focus on like the, uh, and and I think people will be really there. There's a really cute peanuts um, the really cute peanuts, uh, panel that has it's one of the early ones where like he's uh Snoopy has his ears flat out and he's like balancing two cups of water. Have you seen this? Mm-mm. It's very cute. So he's doing that and like Charlie Brown takes Lucy and he's like, "Wow, look at what um Snoopy can do!" And Snoopy's like just sitting there with his ears flat out and two. Cups of water, and there's like a little music note above his head. He's like, mm. and then she's like, how stupid. Why would he be doing something so stupid like this when there's so many problems in the world? And then she just walks away. Um, And I think I'm very often Snoopy. He gets embarrassed afterwards, and he drops the water cups. I'm trying to find those. Yeah, it's... um, Whoops. Mm. Just a bunch of
0: cups for sale came up. Snoopy <laughs>
1: balancing... Glasses of water on ears. Um Lucy. Um oh you know what? I think I probably liked it on Twitter. I can't believe that was so impossible to find. What the hell? It's just a lot of cups for sale, is the problem. (laughs) Um, Peanuts are on a lot of products. They are. They really are. I like Snoopy. I think he's so cute. I know that makes me sound like. There was some
0: article about how like Snoopy is really taken off with Gen Z and people on TikTok. Really? And the, it, the article was like, but why? And it was like putting, it was just like throwing out all these like maybe because it, Snoopy <laughs> signifies this to be, and maybe because of that, and maybe this. And I was like, maybe because Snoopy's like cute and iconic and he's always been popular. And so he continues to be popular. Why is this an article? <laughs> People have always liked Snoopy. He's like, they continue to pieces. like Snoopy. There's no story here. <laughs> That's okay. I don't really need to see it to understand you what you were it, saying. Right? I was yeah, just wanting to. Yeah.
1: he. Um, so he's like that, but she like says that and then he, the next panel is, as she's saying like that, his, like, his eyes open and then his cheeks get pink and then they walk away and then it's just him alone, sad, looking at the glasses of water on the ground that have spilled. And I think a lot of times I'm Snoopy, which like, and, and in the comments, like there were various people being like, Lucy's right like you need to concentrate on like the shit happening in the world and then like other people were like damn What the hell is her problem? Like Snoopy uh, jokingly like, like people are joking like they're like okay. team Lucy like team Snoopy, whatever And I was like, I just feel like Snoopy sometimes where I'm like, I don't know The only thing I can physically do myself and continue to live in this world like I am knowing my uh, I don't know like of a- ability to participate in this world. Sometimes I'm just like, I'm just gonna make art and like that might be silly or I'm gonna like concentrate on something silly like the joy I get from hanging out with my friends or whatever or like being in the world and like getting to, I think traveling's always been really important to me and so like doing that and being like I get to exist in the same world as like these people or this culture or this history or whatever. And some of it's very bad and some of it's really some of the history is horrible and like just awful 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 but they're also despite that there are still people fucking soldiering through every day trying to find joy and connecting and being kind and so i i know that some people would see me as like being like very like you know ostrich head in the sand la 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 but i'm like i have to i have to i don't think there's anything wrong with being like that and i think I don't know. There's like, people that think that
0: it, like appreciating your life and like
1: that's <laughs> all you have for like
0: wonder and joy and what and focusing on what makes you happy is fine. You're not also one of the people who's like building these AI models. <laughs> Right, like if well, like yeah. if you're I'm, not also doing actively like contributing, actively, to- <laughs> yeah, you're you're not going like I don't know, I just kind of have to like live my life as I continue to write the code that destroys or like the as universe, I work for Lockheed like, Martin. <laughs> so yeah, so th- so you're not. That's I think that's absolutely fine, and and I don't think as long as you're not actively contributing to what's bad in the world. It's mm-hmm. okay to still like focus on the good. I don't think we need to make ourselves miserable. I have a tendency to make myself m- miserable thinking about it, but I'm also not actually thinking about it every second mm-hmm. of every day. But I am thinking about it a lot and trying. I think we just have to like do what we can and mm-hmm. then try to like let go and let God. God so grant me.
1: God grant me the, like Jesus the, take the wheel like what I'm is gonna it? call God my representative me...
0: and let them know I I yeah. want a ceasefire in Gaza mm-hmm. but I'm also going to continue doing my stupid little podcast mm-hmm. and that's okay because I'm not also like actively contributing to what makes the world terrible
1: mm-hmm. yeah I mean so, yeah like, there is my a huge...
0: argument that like I'm very pessimistic about humanity and I don't feel like we're headed in the right direction is not like so everybody. Like, constantly stop what you're doing and like i i just don't think it's just not possible for, and it's not realistic to expect people to like drop everything they're doing and only
1: focus on it's just like we, we have people have to live i think there is like this frustration that people have because maybe they're not living and then they're like well everyone uh, well, a people like feeling morally superior, right? Like there is that kind of like, ooh, like little jolt where they're like, "I'm better than you because you posted a picture at brunch," that. But that's like part of the problem. So yeah, that is part of what I think, what I part think of the is problem.
0: poisoning society on yeah. the social internet.
1: <laughs> yeah, oh, totally, exactly. Where it's like, I, I honestly think, oh my gosh, I just I got the memory of, um. Let me finish this thought first. I like seeing little pictures that people post on Instagram. Yeah. Like, I, I like seeing that. I like seeing what people are up to and whatever. Um, But it is that kind of like, I think there's just annoying people that refuse to go to therapy. <laughs> and- or there's annoying people who go to therapy and get all the wrong things from it. <laughs> well, therapy doesn't work on narcissists, unfortunately. They just get tools to be able to continue being worse.
0: And I do- it's like not it's not only narcissists it's also it's just like people who there's there's an epidemic of being unable to accept that sometimes you're wrong yeah dude you can be wrong or like we're all it feels like we're all clinging tighter to our egos and our identities instead of letting them
1: go i and also what i really wish because it's funny I feel like I've talked to you about this. I've talked to some friends about this, about how, and, and I'm realizing now that maybe I was wrong in this generalization, but that like, you know, the issue with a lot of boomers is that like, if you tell them, hey, like for example, like you call something out with your parents, right? And you're like, hey, this thing sucked. And they're like, so you're saying I'm a bad person, right? So it's like this very binary thing of like, you do something bad, you are bad. And, I was saying that like generationally, and perhaps that's how they were raised, a lot of Mm -hmm. boomers have that problem. But I'm thinking now about how so many people like weaponized therapy speak or whatever, to be like, rather than say just flat out, I did that. I didn't do that, therefore I wasn't bad, which is like the old way of saying it. Now it's well, I did do that, but it's because of this thing that, like, actually you can't tell me that, like, I couldn't have done that because that's like—it's um, actually because of my trauma, and so yeah. it was
0: right for me to do that. Yes, yeah.
1: So I think it's in still general, like, yeah, people I think are it's just a people
0: thing. Yeah. yeah,
1: I think it's that people still think in a very binary way. They've just evolved how they defend themselves. So it's like this new way of being like, well, I did that because of this, instead of like, yeah, I did that and I really shouldn't have.
0: I'm sorry. Yeah, like I'm really sorry that what I did hurt you instead of, well, I did that because somebody hurt me and um
1: mm-hmm. shrug. <laughs> hmm And it's okay too to be like, man, you know, like I did that and it was unfair to you because I looked at you like I've looked at people in my past and applied this to you and I'm really sorry. And like this trauma was a reason for it. But it doesn't excuse it. Yeah, so then that's where the the the, uh, the tree goes, where it's mm-hmm. like, instead of being like, and that's why, or being like, so I obviously still have something to work on with that because it's mm-hmm. still affecting me. And so I'm sorry that you had to experience that because now this person that hurt me I then put it on you. That sucks. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it is just funny. Like, what is that? It's you don't want to think that you're a person that that
0: could hurt others, but you do. Everyone does. But everybody does, and so you you will like. Is it just a security thing? Anyway, it's just like I don't like feeling bad.
1: Yeah, I it's, don't like it's. It's a very and it basic, goes so like, quickly. I yeah. I don't
0: like feeling like I'm a bad person i mm-hmm. because bad people people don't like bad people mm-hmm. and i it, it's like basically like like maybe goes back to like just a very basic attachment mm-hmm. like i i'm afraid of being alone i'm afraid of being abandoned of like
1: rejection and abandonment. i'm afraid
0: of rejection i'm afraid that if i acknowledge that i did this thing it will lead to being alone Mm-hmm. And I'd yeah. rather, I'd rather if it, and it's, it's sort of like very pessimistic in a way. It's like probably in the back of somebody's head, it's like, I'm going to get left either way. You're going to abandon me either way. Mm-hmm. And I'd rather think it's because you, you fucked up and mm-hmm. are bad than because I fucked up and am bad. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to, if I'd rather drive you away than you choose to leave. hmm because of like something I bearing my honest realist self
1: there's you know and then if you peel that back even further and like look at just like the primordial like feeling inside of like feels bad reaction like attack
0: it's like I I can't like so instead you lash out the thing it's like you you cause me feel bad you're bad yeah you did this yeah which is how my dad acted all the time it's like I would yeah I would say like what you did really hurt me and he would feel bad and then i was the bad person for how could you say that about that about that like how could you how could you what about all the good things i've done and so that like how dare you call me on this when i've also done this Mm -hmm. and so because i did these other things you shouldn't even be bringing this other thing up like like just how dare you hurt my feelings in this way because I hurt your feelings. It's just, it's really just a a need to never feel pain.
1: Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Oh, when I was talking about Instagram and people's things, I just remembered um, at lunch in Mexico City, um, Lucas and I were sitting next to the most unbearable two people I've ever experienced in my life. Um, We were in this very, um, I think we were either in Polanco or no, we were in Condesa, which is like one of the fucking nicest, like it is so fancy um, parts of um, Mexico City. We stayed in Roma Norte, which is one of my favorite areas. If you ever go to Mexico City, I really recommend staying there. It's very, very cool. But anyway, so we were in this (laughs) restaurant and there was this guy and this girl And I couldn't tell if they were together at first. And after the thing, I now have suspicions about what their relationship is. So they sit down and already she's like being very annoying. Like everything she's saying is so fucking annoying. Like, have you ever seen a person like audition a little personality? Like where it's not, this is not how you fucking talk. This is really weird. This is not what you think. Yeah. Yeah. She was like, she kept being like, um. Oh, my God, the pictures that we took of you over at that other cafe were so geeked. They were so fire. And I was like, oh, my God, stop talking. Stop fucking talking. Stop talking. Stop talking. <laughs> so anyway, so then he goes, oh, shit, I have to change my shirt because the pictures that we took at the other cafe, I was wearing a different shirt. And so he gets up and goes to the corner and changes his shirt, like takes off his shirt, puts on a different shirt, comes back. And she's like, oh, if you changed, I want to change. And he's like and but it he he like didn't I couldn't catch what he said he was kind of soft spoken um and then she was like <sighs> so she's like all right let me take a pictures of you <sighs> the lighting in here sucks it's so horrible and he was like oh, okay like maybe take it from here and then so she took them and she's like i can edit it i can edit any photo i can edit any photo to look really good <laughs> and it it was crazy and so she, and they're being so loud and I was recovering from food poisoning, so I was very silent (laughs) watching this. (laughs) Then, so the bread that you get, the house bread that you get at this place, this is a great place, by the way, Um, Lardo in Condesa, excellent food. The the house bread that you get is like this kind of like puffy pita that's covered. It's like brushed with oil, and it has like za'atar and Mediterranean spices on it. Super good. So they get the thing and he starts to take a picture of it. And she's like, don't even take a picture of that. It's just like ugly, oily bread. And he was like, okay. And he didn't. And then they get their food. Or no, they get their wine. And she's like, sorry, hold on. I need to take a video of you pouring the wine. So she like, as the the waitress is just like, and like pours the wine. And she's like, oh my God, that's fire. That's so geeked. That's so geeked. She kept saying that. I was like, what are you fucking saying? <laughs> what are you fucking the okay that's so geeked shut the fuck up i don't want to sound like a bitch but you definitely sound like you just moved here from fucking like kansas city missouri and you're like trying out this new personality like actually and i took the kansas city missouri thing from because lucas was like that bitch is from K- kansas city i can tell because he's from around there he's like i can just tell um so then they get their food And they're, like, organizing it. And he's like, okay, like, let's put this here. And she's taking all the pictures of him. So I was like, okay, he's a travel influencer. And she is his, like, assistant. But also from how she was acting, I could tell she was, like, madly in love with him. And from how he was acting, I could tell that he knows that, does not feel that way about her, but knows that he can use that to make her work long hours. (laughs) So she's, like, taking these... So she's, like, trying to organize the food. The waitress is standing, like... Five feet away because she's like assigned to our section and she's just standing there like waiting like to refill our waters or whatever And she just goes all this food is so ugly. I can't believe why do we always order the ugliest food and the waitress? This is the other thing. They don't speak a fucking word of Spanish these two people So of course the waiters were speaking to them in English the whole time. So I was like bitch They understand what you're fucking saying Also, most people in Mexico City that you're gonna interact with do speak some English. So they can tell, also just by the fucking tone of your voice and the way you're acting, the food also was not ugly. I don't know what the, I was like, you don't have skills then. If you can't make that picture look good, then that's your fucking problem. And then he goes, yeah, I know I'm gonna get a bunch of comments on how ugly the food is. And I was like, what are these people? These are the, so these are the new main characters. Social
0: internet's gotta go.
1: Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) which like, and, and that was the other thing like, because Lucas has like shot um, like travel content for people before. And he was like, dude, when we do that, no one even knows we're fucking there. Like the fact that they were screaming about it and like making a big scene and like doing this whole thing. You can tell that they probably don't have that many followers and that they're just trying to like make it. They need to feel some kind of validation that like mm-hmm. the people around them are like in some way impressed by
0: what mm-hmm. they do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: And then they were like, um, oh, this part. So we went to go see the pyramids at Teotihuacan, which is like very cool, very crazy. It's um, the Pyramid of the Sun is the biggest Mesoamerican pyramid. It's the second biggest pyramid in the world. It's so like, I had chills the entire time I was there because I was just like, what the fuck? Like it's a whole city. It's an entire city. The Avenida de los Muertos is two miles long and it's like all built out like ruins. And like just being there and being like, holy fuck, I exist in the same reality as like this and like this ancient culture. Also the fucking crazy thing about the, sorry, I'm like crazed about this, these pyramids. They were discovered by the Aztecs. They don't really know who made them. The Aztecs found the city and they were like, what the hell is this? This must be gods made this. So they called it the city of the gods. But in reality, archaeologists think that it was um, a multicultural city, some Toltecs, some others, um, that then left and abandoned the city when they ran out of resources because there were a number of droughts. Um, And so it was also not livable when the Aztecs found it, but they settled nearby and then would pilgrimage there for rituals. Um, So I thought it was one of the coolest things we did. I definitely think you should go. You do not need a tour. You can just take a bus. It's an hour and it goes straight there and it costs $5 both ways like for a round trip. Really recommend going. And then I think it's like $9 to get in, US dollars. Um, It was so cool, but I would suggest going in the winter because there's no shade at all. It's really hot. Anyway, anyway. So we're overhearing them talk, these fucking people. And the girl's like, um oh my god kai was asking if we were gonna go out and see the temple and i was like of course your friend is named kai just of course <laughs> and then she, um he's like well we probably have to for like getting footage and stuff and she's like "Ugh, i always spend like way less time get or way more time getting to those kinds of places than like being at them i have like no interest in seeing that stuff and i was just like is, why is, are you like, fucking here though? why are you here and then she's like, I was thinking for like your next set of videos, like we should do like an upscale Spanish thing. And he was like, yeah, that'd be tight. Yeah, like we should do that. And I was just like, like, go see the stuff of the Conquerors instead of. Literally. <laughs> and then, okay. And then she goes, oh my God, when you go to Italy, you're going to love the Caprese there. I was like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I like Caprese. You're recommending the Caprese to Italy? You're recommending you the fucking Italy? Caprese in Italy? Like, I love like, Caprese. Oh my
0: God. When you... Go to Italy
1: like you should try to say it's called pizza Literally literally I was like that'd be like being like oh my god, you're going to America. You have to try a burger Like what what <laughs> oh my god, you're going to France. You should try these things. They're called baguette <laughs> And like yes, right sure But the caprese like, is delicious in Italy. I've had it. there. Why are, are you about talking it? about, like about you that? Might, like have you tried air? Yeah, and also you're in Mexico City, which is known to be the city of like the best food and all you're doing is bitching about the ugly food you ordered. Also, I'm sorry. I'm going to sound like a huge bitch and I'm going to sound whatever. And I know that you're picky and I'm not trying to make this be an attack on you. But just listen. They're in Mexico wow. City. Mm-hmm. They're at this restaurant that's known to be one of the best restaurants. And they got hummus. I was like, that's it. look, they got hummus and they got the bread. And then I think he got a salad or something. But I was like, you're not going to try. Like, They had this like. Um eggplant Parmesan thing on like this big thing. They didn't order that. We had this big thing. I did get just a, a salad, but it was like, it was super good. It was like pickly, and it was like um peas and um cauliflowers and a special kind of like a fresh cheese that they had. It was like all very fresh and very good. Um, and there's nothing wrong with a salad. I love a Caesar salad, but I'm sorry, you are a travel channel like you are a travel account and you get hummus did did you try to like figure out what this guy's handle was i wish
0: i should try because he probably mostly is just like getting likes for being well i don't know tell me he's attractive yes it might just be about him being attractive
1: and this is the other thing because i do follow some really good travel accounts like that are really interesting and whatever i do have a chip in my in my shoulder about people who are just like, oh, I'm rich and I can afford to travel. So I'm gonna make my career being a travel influencer. When like, again, Condesa is beautiful, but like if all you're doing is posting from Condesa, then you're not experiencing Mexico City too. Like that'd be like coming here and to LA and like only going to Beverly Hills and being like, this is LA. Sorry, I just ranted so Which much is about these what funny people do. I know. <laughs> I know. Um, when like there are so many cool, really, really cool neighborhoods in Mexico City and so much to see and just like unforgettable, really cool experiences. If anyone's going and they want a sample itinerary or like things to do, DM me because <laughs> I'm very passionate about <laughs> uh, about uh, that city. Um, Yeah, but I, that was an example of social that I was like, OK, maybe it is kind of evil sometimes. It just like.
0: It just feels like the evil aspect of everything is winning. It's literally capitalism ruining everything. It's it's capitalism. It's, it's lack of regulation. It's just, I'm I'm just not feeling great about things in general. And that applies to everything. Mm -hmm. And anyway, that's why,
1: um, Would you have said something if you were there? If you were there, would you have said something to those people or like said oh, something Oh no no no. I don't even loud. think that it's like no.
0: No. I wouldn't like making a scene or like confronting. I, I if they were like in some way being rude to the waiter, maybe I'd want to like mm-hmm. rather than rude in general. In. Yeah, but like just like generally rude, like me then trying to like say something to that isn't going to like Oh,
1: it's not going to do anything. tip the
0: balance towards good. It's just going to make an even uglier scene.
1: Mhm. Yeah. So all I no, did was
0: share a look with the waitress.
1: We both were yeah. like,
0: come on. Yeah.
1: Because so also about, I like, knew she could, could understand that. that.
0: Case. What I think needs to be done is that Instagram needs to be shut down. <laughs> or it needs to be that you could like only actually add people you know so that
1: nobody no. can become
0: an influencer. <laughs> no,
1: I follow a lot of really cool travel accounts and that's like of the one thing that gives do. me joy.
0: Like I understand I'm presenting a very like simplistic idea of like what the solution is, which is just like flip the off switch. I just like don't, I don't know how to fix things because it's just like the, the stupid and bad people are winning. I know.
1: I wish that, I wish that it was and just like- the
0: stupid and bad people have the most money. Like- I know.
1: I'm sorry, but where are all the-
0: rich progressives buying newspapers
1: and websites once you become really really rich you are greedy
0: (laughs) exactly (laughs) it just becomes skewed towards class and like the only the only like rich progressives i can think of are like in hollywood maybe and so like we need Mm -hmm. more like actors like but doing philanthropy or something Yeah. yeah because they didn't get rich off of like tech or uh Exploiting yeah. financial systems, I think. So, like, yeah, I don't I know think... which rich person can help us, but like, all the money is concentrated at the top among the evil, and that that's having all the influence. And I don't know how to
1: fix that. Well, I've had some very dark thoughts about how to fix that that I won't say here. <laughs> <laughs> and the bloodline, and, and honestly, the bloodline. <laughs> um, I'll just say to that. LOL, wink. Don't do anything. Because because what if we get fucking sued for someone doing something horrible? Yeah, we would never
0: actually recommend that. Uh, If you're just listening, and the Bloodline is a reference to other episodes where we've read fantasy and jokingly taken the side of, of the oppressors.
1: Um, I'm just saying if you're trying to be smart, if you don't want someone... Eventually to try and come back and enact revenge on you for your because you have to understand if you're being oppressive to other people, they're going to want to be oppressive back to you. You get what you put out in the world. So if you are being oppressive to someone, you need to make sure that you eliminate any dissenters. You have to get rid of them Mm -hmm. because then they'll talk and they'll try to over. I'm just Mm -hmm. being realistic here. I'm not saying what should happen. I'm just saying what does currently happen. Yeah. And so you need to protect yourself. (laughs) You are an oppressor. We just need, like, the,
0: I just like. <laughs> why are world eat leaders acting like war works on terrorism?
1: Because it, it makes money. It doesn't.
0: The only it makes thing money. That's why that will end. Terrorism
1: is peace and prosperity for the people. You everywhere. hear the problem there. You hear the problem there. <laughs> peace and prosperity for the people, not for mm-hmm. who politicians. That's not why for who people at the top. <laughs> not for who the people who are already rich yeah because once you are very rich right not the only thing you care about is money and winning elections yeah and keeping that power because
0: you're completely skewed and you like have... i will vote for joe biden again but i'm pretty mad oh well, I, yeah. i'm just really fucking pissed that all the democrats do is present an argument of we're better than the other side <laughs> and know. do actually nothing to like truly to show that truly show that they like want to better our lives and stop mm. killing people. Mm-hmm. It's that that joke tweet somebody did a million years ago now where it was like, Republicans die, Democrats die, pride flag.
1: Yeah, hmm <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: yeah. Um, so anyway, pride is why Elizabeth <laughs> goes <laughs> over to the side of the demons. It is. And then- It works um, on her. Yeah, so she's she becomes one of the horde within herself, Duncan follows Zoe back to the house from the hospital, projects himself into the astral plane after fake Gary picks him up and throws him into the kitchen like he's nothing. Um, an epic battle wages between arm an army of angels holding like literal rifles and rocket launchers and an army of demons mucking about in the dirt with fangs and claws and blood and guts and shit. And, and Duncan just starts like duking it out in the battle. He picks up an ax and he has, I I really liked this sentence was that he had like the, I've forgotten it now. But it was something like he had the the like, the attitude of a conqueror who knew mm-hmm. he would win. And so suddenly the act felt like light as a feather. And he he's like really fighting, but they take they they chop off every one of his limbs and then his head from his torso. Hold his head up to Elizabeth, who's like, "Sorry, kid, you're just not that powerful yet." Yet they toss him into a vortex, and he comes to in his own body again in the living room, where. Zoe is just like coddled up with Gary and Elizabeth is like just leave just run away little Christ boy and then like laughs at him as he goes
1: and well, he keeps and El- feeling um something biting his yeah, arm um, keeps, and it's not he
0: keeps imagining that the the like fanged creature in the astral plane is like still latched onto him and um Elizabeth tells Zoe that like so now she is Zoe is being possessed by the thing who's pretending to be Gary. Elizabeth tells her this like sells her this story that like oh, Gary will always be with you, but invisible to everybody else. He's your guide. only special people get guides. Here's what you're gonna do. you're gonna make a living as like a a fake witch and tell the people what we want you to tell them. And Zoe's like, oh, and I get a little car and great yeah <laughs> and and then Gary takes refuge in a catholic church and he's like looking no, um, at all the beautiful uh, surroundings. Not Gary. Um. Oh, sorry, not Gary. Duncan. Gary Duncan takes refuge
1: inside In Zoe, yeah. Zoe. <laughs> Fake Gary,
0: not yeah. real Gary. Um. So Duncan takes refuge inside a catholic church and he's like looking around at all the beautiful surroundings and he's like, I don't feel Christ here and I don't need this like beautiful Christ of the stained glass windows looking all perfect and untouched. I need like here I I highlighted it and I didn't realize it was like the last page when I <laughs> took a
1: search. Uh, I was so in it when I, was I like, and I so yeah, ready. Yeah, yeah I, I was really like, wanted oh, to see what's his about to happen. This is gonna be so great. Also, Lindsay, there's no sequel to this.
0: I know. What The F. This would be so cool to see. But so here's here's the end of the book. The amiable girly smiling insult. Jesus in the window—it's okay because this is a female writer. Window mm-hmm. above the altar could teach him nothing useful, and he needed to learn quickly. Next time, he needed to be stronger, wiser, better prepared. Missus Beckerdyke could teach him; she'd offered to know your enemy. He had to look at his arm again to make sure that the jaws weren't clamped there, that eyes weren't glaring at him. Maybe he needed to learn what Missus Beckerdyke knew, but he didn't want to learn it from her. It was Jesus he needed, but not this pretty, oh-so-clean, untouched Jesus. He needed a Jesus who'd been drunk and thrown up down his robe, who'd been in the cells on a drunk, who could fight as well as love. The church, the window, the altar all vanished in the haze of a sun-dazzling brilliance, and a voice said in his ear, here I am." And I was like, oh, now it's gonna happen! And I turned the page, and the book is fucking over, and I was like, oh, man! And it was like, acknowledgments, and I was like, what? What? (laughs) I thought we were about to get a scene of like ass kicking Jesus there in the muck saving Zoe from fake Gary but instead it was the end of the book and you just have to like imagine what might happen next (sighs) and what that Jesus might be like but I wanted to read about their Jesus
1: I know I was amped I was really amped I like I really like this book yeah yeah it was really good and I highly recommend now I'm like trying to get a hold of other Susan Price She's written so many well, things. She's so <laughs> prolific. Like, mm-hmm. And all of her covers are terrible. Horrible. <laughs> horrible. The ugliest shit you've
0: ever seen in your life. Remember the, the cover worst, for Elf Gift? The worst fucking graphic design I've ever seen. The yeah. most hideous illustrations, except for what seems to be this, like, um, not yet published, maybe, like, graphic novel that looks very cool. Um what
1: it's called la, 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 la. Oh. and then i'm looking also at like her novel feasting the wolf um which came out in 2007 it's also uh mm-hmm. fantasy still writing and it um it just looks like a regular fantasy novel cover but the cover for this one is horrible i remember the elf gift cover was wackadoodle dandy i remember thinking this is going to be such a bad, bad. Book. we thought it was going to be bad
0: and we it were shocked. so good
1: Ghost Drum.
0: Um, there's. Um, oh, Ghost Drum.
1: There's a great
0: illustration on that.
1: Yeah, that's her uh, most famous book. Um, they're like re releasing
0: it either with like a new cover or maybe it's a graphic novel. Mm-hmm. Um, I am not sure, but this has like an actual good.
1: Did you read about cover. how she, her first book that she ever published was when she was 14 and her dad had to take her? Uh, and his like name is on it because she was a minor.
0: Oh, so no. she's been writing like forever and wow, that's cool. so cool.
1: And apparently because I was reading a little bit in, uh, in her like about the author thing in the book mm-hmm. and it was saying that like one of her children's books she thinks is one of the scariest she's ever done. Um, And she's we like there's more it. blood and gore and I was like maybe we should read that. Um, Hold on. I'm going to pull up her it on kindle because that's what i read it on um yeah okay she published her first book the devil's piper when she was 16 i'm sorry her father's signature is on the contract as she was a minor um the ghost drum won the carnegie medal and the sterkham handshake won the guardian children's fiction prize even though it's one of the most violent and adult books she's ever written has many adult fans the sterkham handshake that is uh what got excerpted at the end of the copy Oh really? Of Bearwood witch. I was reading.
0: So it actually went. I actually like the cover it w- of the it went like, handshake. Here I am, and then excerpt from the Stercom handshake, and I was like, "What the
1: fucking <laughs> what? How dare you?" It looks cool, man. Maybe we should cover that next. Yeah. Or the ghost drum. This is cool. Um, but yeah, I, I would like say the for graphic sure. you made, this made for this episode. Oh, thank you. <laughs> just yeah, this. I was just trying to make it be like magic scary magic scary and i think sometimes i have more time sometimes i have less time sometimes i <laughs> i really put something together well, um, don't don't but ever stress but. i was proud about the colors for this one because they were mm-hmm. all it looked good it's cool thank you um but yeah thank you everybody yeah, for listening that's the book, that's the book. yeah um, we really appreciate you. Thank you to
0: all of our Patreon subscribers. If you'd like to become one, go to patreon.com slash teencreeps. Uh, and a special shout out to our Patreon producers who we will now look at on the list. <laughs> oh, we're pretty close. We're leaving some, a lot of people off, actually. Well, I'm really <laughs> sorry
1: to those people.
0: <laughs> this is why we look at the list, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: So thank you, Adam Halwitz.
0: I didn't wait for Kelly to
1: have it. It's okay, Amanda Kay. I thought it was Amanda K, but then I was like, I'm not sure. Okay. Amanda K. <laughs> Amy T. Anne Dwyer. Caitlin L. Carrie H. Casey S. Courtney McPhail. Danielle Lamana. Uh, Drew Ronis. Ellie Lagos. Elizabeth E. Emma M. Erica T. Aaron B. Gabriela Santiago. Gwendolyn Ludovic. Hannah L. Jeffrey L. Jeremy Kronk. Jeremy
0: Goodfellow and Marco Pavlicic, Jesse T. Jessica Smith Harper. Jessica U. Jonathan Venable. Kat Miller. Keith Anderson, Kelly Burns, Carrie N, Kodiak
1: Siegel, Landry Desmond, Laring Nguyen, Laura Hooper, Maddie M, Megan Lozier, Melanie M, Melody, Micah Eunice, Miguel Camacho, Molly G, Molly Marks, Noah Spargo, Rachel C, Randy Klett, Rebecca Goss, Robert F,
0: Rogue Kalahua, Sarah Wallen, Sasha Gibson, Sylvie T, Victoria Beck, And Whitney E., thank you. Thanks, everyone. We really appreciate you. We will see you next episode. Until then, keep it creepy.
1: Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Kelly Nugent, Lindsay Katai, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com.